Hey, you awesome geeks, and welcome back to the Geeks and Marriage podcast. Um, before we start the episode, which will be about Star Wars Episode Nine, um, we just want to do a quick little um, charitable shout out. Um, there are huge fires raging in Australia right now, which I'm sure you would have heard about. If you could um, look at any of the links that we have provided in the description and donate any amount of money, that would be much appreciated because they really need the help from everybody because it's on a huge scale. So we just wanted to put that at the start. But now, let's get into the episode. Back to your regularly scheduled programming yes. of professional nerdity. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we are doing a an episode on Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Yes. But also a little bit of an episode on Star Wars in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be very chill. It's going to be... There's, there's going to be very little salt. I say very little instead of none, because there will inevitably be some salt leakage mm-hmm. and we're just, we're just going to try and keep it chill it's mm-hmm. going to be a spoiler free review so mm-hmm. there will be no spoilers at all um, in this episode so if you haven't seen it yet but you do want to see it you can listen to this episode of ours safely yes. we'll just give you a brief overview of, of why we found it good in general mm-hmm. and then like I say we might also just talk about the Star Wars universe yeah and by spoiler free by the way we mean that we're not mentioning anything that wasn't clear from the trailer yes so like the Emperor's alive or no yeah so like yeah that was but we also do want to you know mention that this is all our opinion you know we want to get all the politics of Star Wars and the craziness of the fandom aside we just want to give our view you know if you don't agree with it if you think we're wrong that's fine but just respect this as our opinion and we'll keep away from other bits that have come out around it in terms of, I don't know, like John Boyega now yeah. trashing it and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. We're not going to mention that because that's not what it is. We just want to talk about the story, talk about the wider Star Wars universe. Is that about right? Yeah, that seems about right. So, we covered? yes, Star Wars <laughs> Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. We're back to J.J. Abrams at yes. the helm. Yep. And you could tell... Trying, trying to not be political about not, it not being political no it's just his it, it's more like episode seven than yes. it is like episode eight is yep. what i mean you can tell it it's jj it's abrams yes um given the lack of lens flare aside yes um yes jj abrams back at the helm mm-hmm. can't remember if it's the same or different writers i can't remember either actually We're, but we really did our research on this one guys <laughs> um so yes we weren't going to go see it no we went after episode eight, and all that craziness has happened. We decided, and also, that... and also after the nerd community seemed to make it such a difficult thing to go and see and enjoy. Very, yeah, very divisive topic. Yeah, and we d- kind of just didn't want to get involved in that yeah. anymore. Um, um, and we weren't gonna go see it, and then the trailer came out for it, and I wasn't that bothered about it in all honesty, and until those sort of last three seconds. Where you heard the Emperor's laugh and you saw the remnants of the first Death Star. And I was like, yeah, we, we're probably going to go see that. Soon. See, whereas um, that wasn't what swayed me. That but wasn't what, what swayed you, yes. What in, what in the end ended up swaying me is just realizing that I wanted to go see that film because I enjoy Star Wars. Yeah. Like, in general, as a universe. It's just interesting. And like, yes, it's the same formula. The good guys win in the end. Yeah, that's what we watch it for. So it's like... <laughs> that's how every <laughs> franchise goes, though. Let's exactly. Be fair. The good so, guys are going to win. So... It's just, 
we know we were going to be bitter about it. We were going to be like, no, we'll just wait until it's out, you know, and we can just watch it at home. Cause, and then we were like, you know what? Let's just go and see it. You know, let's just be open-minded. It's a Star Wars film nonetheless. Like, we love Star Wars films. Come on. Because we, we had a cinema double bill. Oh, yes. So we created a double bill for ourselves. Yes. So we... we do we see this first? or se- I think we saw the second. Yes. The so second. So we first... First off, we went to see Jumanji 2. Mm-hmm. Um, the episode will be coming out on... Well, it'll be this weekend anyway, after this one. Mm-hmm. We'll do a similar spider-free re- review on that. Um, and then we went to see Star Wars as well, because we were there, and it was cheap, and we were like, okay, if we're going to go see Jumanji 2, we might as well book tickets for Star mm-hmm. Wars, and we'll go see it, and blah, blah, blah. The cinema was dead. Dead. It'd been out only for, like, a few days. Not yeah. that long. And and the cinema was really quiet. You could tell that. Although for Star Wars, it wasn't that quiet. Jumanji was really quiet. But That's because Jumanji was, was a tiny scratch. They've been out for ages. And also Jumanji was earlier on in the day. So we went to see it at, I think Jumanji we saw at about 2 p.m. Oh. Um, and then Star Wars we saw at about quarter to five. So there were a lot of people who had finished work, obviously at four, who could come and see it. Whereas Jumanji we saw at off-peak times. Yeah. Um, and we went to see it. And we tried, we, we sort of... Um, Bigged each other up before we went in. We are like, okay, just remember to let ourselves enjoy it, basically. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. And it, like you say, after everything that's happened with Star Wars, yeah. Disney, blah, 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 you all know the stories. You've all been part of the, the arguments. Yeah. We just said, okay, let's go in with an open mind. Mm-hmm. We can let ourselves enjoy it. Yes. That's allowed. Yes. We're allowed to enjoy the thing that we've loved since we were children we're allowed to enjoy it now as adults. Yes. And we yeah. did. And we saw it. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Honestly. Like I audibly went, Yes at one point in the film. So, yeah. It it still way. hit you with those genuine yeah. Star Wars moments. Yeah. I cried at a few. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and it it was really good from start to finish. Mm-hmm. A few weak plot points. Of course. But I will say I think JJ Abrams did the best he could with what he had. Mm-hmm. And I'm not passing comment on the previous films. I'm just saying, given the the storyline he was presented with and everything that he was given, mm-hmm. he did the best he could with what he had exactly. to wrap up the Star Wars universe. The, that original storyline, because this is still following that original, yeah. you know, since the since Star Wars Episode Three yeah. came out, this is still been following that same storyline. Basically, um, he wrapped it up quite nicely. Yeah. I think. A couple bits could do with improvement, uh, but there were more bits that I was genuinely quite blown away by. Yes. And um, I think also one thing that they did really cleverly was they set it up at the start as being, this is a film for the fans. This isn't about making a film for the critics to love. This isn't about, you know, making the next epic film, although it kind of was. But yeah. it's about, like, they the, and everything that they set up at the start of the film was about fans because they they don't know I don't think this is a spoiler is it Well no I was just about to say yeah So at the start of the film you get like uh, uh almost like through the ages Star Wars back behind yeah. the scenes look Plus all it's the, very sentimental. All the fans and cosplays oh, and things like that exactly. that they, and it was yeah it was this massive homage to fans and it was basically saying thank you for sticking with Star Wars yeah, for, for 42 40 years 42 years and, and you know and and I and it get was like, it was both like, reasons why they did that. I can see both heads, uh, both, oh, totally. both sides of the coin. That one side was, 
a bit of a guilt trip into, yeah. hey, do you remember you guys love Star Wars, so maybe just take it easy? Yeah. And the other side was a genuine tribute to, yes. this is, you know, Star Wars is almost by the fans now type of thing. And, yeah. you know, you it, it's, it's us, it's you guys that yeah. breathe life into it. So yeah. we should keep doing that. There's no reason to stop doing that. Yeah. And, you know, it was the fact that they kind of showed people through the ages. You know, they were like, yeah. you've grown up with this. There was also, which I didn't know, was George Lucas saying that he always envisaged this as a, what was it? A th- a th- 12 films. What are you clicking? I was trying to mute myself, but it's fine. It's at the bottom. God damn it. Um, so it was, he envisaged it as 12 parts, but it was like three parter stories. Well, yeah. So he, he said originally it was going to be 12 films and then he narrowed it down to nine and they were going to be three chapters of three films each basically yes. that's always how he didn't see it as one continuous age it wasn't over a period of 10 years or anything like that it was three separate chapters of the same story is yes. kind of how he, yeah. he, he described his that's what he wanted from the very beginning so i guess it makes more sense now to to have seen these new, three new films whereas yeah. a lot of people would have said that it's a crash grab and it is but at the same time it was part of the vision that he had and yeah, that set it up to be really good because, like, you you set it up to be like, stop, you know, thinking about all the logistics of it and just enjoy it. Yeah, it was it was Disney's way of kind of addressing the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. where it was like, look, you know, we know a lot of you people are here to watch it because you love it. We know some of you are here to watch it so you can tell people how much you hated it. Yeah, and but at the end of the day, it's still Star Wars. It's still part of this original family this original culture this original community that you know went absolutely insane for it when it first came out and we've been going insane ever since yeah we've been quoting the film and we've been spoofing the film in Mm -hmm. (laughs) separate ways you know and people have been dressing up and it's it's that thing that inspires people to go out of their way to dress up as a fictional character yeah or write fan fiction or have incredibly passionate discussions with it, with your friends, with total strangers. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that powers Star Wars. It's not the company that owns it. It's not the writers behind it. It's us, and it's you guys. Mm -hmm. That's what Star Wars is, and that's what it should be. And they did a very good job of addressing that right at the very start of the film. And they, they said it in no uncertain terms, where they said, you know, this is yours. Yes. This yeah. is how I know, and it was the big finale as well. It was. They put a lot of effort into the um, the little homage at the beginning, which makes me wonder whether there. Oh no, there are going to be another three films, aren't there? I don't know. I just know there's going to be more films. But I'm 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 hoping they leave it that yeah. now, and they, they focus for, like... on the side stories yeah. and more Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One clearly the best Star Wars film of all time. It's, in our opinion. It's phenomenally great. <laughs> it is great. I want more films like that that explain plot points in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And explain backgrounds and be like, where did Admiral Ackbar come from? Yeah. I mean, you you had, you had kind of had that in the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, when they, they originally went to help the Mon Calamari in their civil war yes. with the Quarren, who yes. were being supported by the... the um, CIS. But, anyway, but this is exactly what you know yeah. we want from the universe. Is that this is what we were talking about? Is that actually the reason that the shows like Clone Wars and Rebels were so successful is because and Rogue One 
is because they explained the wider universe. They gave us an insight into the personalities that we saw in these major films. And it's like, these major films should be the major plot points of the universe, but actually everything underneath that is what you can harvest to make a really good story. Yeah. And like a really, like, just, you you know, Clone Wars, I originally, when I started watching it, I was like, it's an animated show, I can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I got into it because of the fact that I was getting to know these clone troopers and I was getting to know the the Jedi and, like, I never even knew about all these guys. I only know about the main ones. Yeah, like, the the fact that it focused on the war. Yeah. The uh, the whole series spanned that that tiny gap in between episodes two and three. Yes. And the whole series was about, it was about the Clone Wars. And that's what it was. And what you don't kind of get a perspective for when you watch the films is how big it was yes. and how intense it was. Yes. And like, not only that, but like the crazy small issues that were behind it, like money and yeah. politics, you yeah. know. And it, it sounds really dull, but when you watch those episodes, you're like, geez, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Like, they nearly like bankrupted the Republic mm-hmm. buying more clone troopers. Yeah from these Camino and cloners who were just after money at yes. the end like and there's there's so many little points and it teaches you so much more about the Jedi. Yes. More of the Je- more of the members of the Jedi Council get a better representation. Yes, you totally. Get, you get to know Kiari Mundi and Plo Koon and like you get to meet Ahsoka. Yeah. And you get to to see all the other apprentices and things like that. And it's just phenomenally expansive. Yes. In this T V show without being overwhelming. Yeah. And Which Rebels, oh, yeah, Rebels. <laughs> See, I still prefer Clone Wars over Rebels, but yeah, well, Rebels was was panned at a slightly younger audience, yeah. I think, because it's like you know, and that's the beauty of it is that the reason Clone Wars was so good as well is because it was Dave Filoni who, yeah, from yeah. George Lucas himself, got a briefing on what the extended universe looked like, and it's like he really delved deep into the personalities of these people and that's why we love them and yeah. that's why then it it adds fuel to the main films it's like that's why when you now watch episode yeah, yeah, yeah. three I, yeah you cry because you're like makes, i know all these people it makes order 66 oh uh, not like it like i, I even before still, i watched the tv yeah. shows when i got older and, and gained a deeper understanding of what was happening i found it difficult to watch the order 66 scenes yes in episode three because yeah. I was like, this is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. This is the good guys nearly, they nearly pulled it back. Yeah. But all along they were just playing into the hands of the bad guy. And they were killed by their own soldiers and stuff. And then you watch Clone Wars and you see how close these Jedi were to yeah. the clone soldiers. And, and how the much generals it must have hurt- and the captains. And how much it must have like hurt the clone yeah. guys. Like, you know, the clone troopers. Because they probably That's the thing. At the somewhat end of the had day, an awareness of it. Yeah. You know, and, and they must have known what they were doing. And it's like they were literally bonded with oh yeah it even addresses that in the clone wars tv yeah. show they discover the chip that's mm-hmm. been planted in their mm-hmm. brains and they discover that there's this big conspiracy but it gets pushed up and you know you find out later that a bunch of troopers managed Did, to yeah. remove their chips and yeah. they managed to escape or they didn't have to kill their own jedi and it and you get to know the leaders of the the you know the legions of clone mm. troopers like rex and General Wolf under yeah. like Plo Koon and it's just yeah it's really good I was shaking and... I was shaking a little talking about it because I love it so much I know me too <laughs> but that's why you know that's why we loved episode 9 as well is because it set up that ability to be able to delve deeper into yeah. these personalities and these people who we've got to meet you know it's like and also to be fair in some extent like 7 and 8 as well yeah. gave us that ability to be able to then pull that person out and see whether we can follow their storyline to see what it ends up as but and 
and it gave a good ending as well. Episode nine gave a good ending. To it did. It, like I say, it wrapped it wrapped school. it up quite neatly. Yeah, I think a couple of things maybe could have been done better, but after it comes out on Blu-ray and things like that, we'll probably do a bit more of an in-depth. Yeah, um, because we'll want to rewatch it, it as well. And, yeah, exactly, and we'll do more spoilers and things like that. But um, it it did wrap everything up neatly. I think. I think. And so it as kind well. of it took a nice it took a good story. Yes. From start to finish, and it put a nice finish on it. Yep. Which is what we wanted from yeah. Star Wars. We films, wanted anyway. to we wanted to walk out of that theater thinking, yes, the good guys won. That's what you want. That's always what you yeah. want. And it's like, and then it inspires more conversations further down the line where you're like, oh no, but, but what about this? And then oh, but what about when they did this? Yeah. And it's 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 that that keeps it ticking over yeah. in your head so much. See, you know what I could totally imagine. I think you might have mentioned this to me. That's why I've got the great idea because you already <laughs> had it. But like the Knights of Ren and following oh. their storyline. You said that, didn't you? Like did. Halloween Knights of Ren. Because obviously they got they kind of got introduced in in episode eight more so. Yes. They were, I think they were mentioned in episode seven. Well, yeah, because they were with him. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they didn't do anything. No, no. He mentioned it offhandedly. It's like, oh, you're the leader of the Knights of Ren, and then Mm. immediately you were like, wait, who are the Knights of Ren? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who are? And you never met them. And then in episode nine, you finally do, and then you you see how it comes full circle. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, they're the Knights of Ren. Yeah. These really badass dudes are like the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And that would be really cool to see as well as like a TV show, you know, or film or whatever. What they did in the background under Kylo Ren, under Snoke. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, you you find out who Snoke is as well, mm-hmm. which is because obviously that answers a lot of questions. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff going on in there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the back of this, I would like to see more standalone Star Wars films or TV shows. Yes, I think that's one of the reasons that we love The Mandalorian so much. Yes, not, not only because it's which a full damn review, near perfect TV show. Full review coming on that soon as well. Yes. On The Mandalorian. Um, the Mandalorian, not only a, a very, very near perfect TV show, it's more into the extended universe. Mm-hmm. And you get a look at like, holy crap, Mandalorians. I know. They're, they're awesome. I know. And like the Bounty Hunters Guild. Mm-hmm. And then it, it goes into that little bit, which I love the most in between episodes six and seven. It's like, what happens after that? Yeah. What ha- Okay, the Empire has been kind of toppled. Yeah. I want to see... I want a TV show that covers that mm-hmm. because there was an entire the, the Galactic Empire had fell into a massive civil war, yeah, and the New Republic was just starting to sprout, and they were trying to get stuff sorted out. They weren't taken very seriously, and blah blah blah. And like, I want a TV show about that about yeah. the Galactic Civil War, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just <laughs> I think one of the reasons the Mandalorian is so popular is because it. And it it gives me something that I didn't know I wanted, which is effectively a remaster yes. of episodes one to six. Mm. I want to see them everything exactly the same, yeah. <laughs> same actors, same story, same everything, but in the you know just made HD effectively. Yeah. Um, and you you know, okay, I won't go into specific details about the Mandalorian. That'll be a different episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what it does. It kind of brings Star Wars into the 21st century a bit. Totally. It's much more polished and it's much more yeah. gritty. Yeah. Which I, I always talk to Maggie about it. And yeah, I always yeah, talk to did. my friends at work about it. I'm like, I want to see a really gritty Star Wars TV show. Which, where we, we see how much soldiers suffer and yeah. things like that. And, and it's exactly what The Mandalorian delivers yeah. on. Because Jon Favreau loves us and we love him. Uh, and Dave Filoni. Dave, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are like gods of the Star Wars universe. Honestly. I wish they would do all of them. You've got like the hierarchy of George Lucas at the top, and yeah. then John Favreau and Dave Filoni under him. No, Dave Filoni, I think, and then George Fa- John Favreau under Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. Mm. In terms of 
in terms of the Knowledge. ability to translate Star Wars into something that's, that's really fair. interesting. Yeah. I feel like Dave Filoni has the edge. John Farrow has the edge in terms of just Story knowing writing. the landscape, yeah, and like being able to make just excellent stories in general. Good God. I know. We could we could <laughs> fangirl about them for the rest of our lives, honestly. We will. Um, <laughs> so, you know, on a more personal note, it's time for all the Star Wars fighting. It's just to end. Yeah. Just a little bit. Tone it down. Instead of screaming and swearing and insulting each other, we can take it back to having mm-hmm. heated debates. Mm-hmm. There were heated debates, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, I was about I to mean, say Han about. Solo shot first. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say whether the Gungans are good, but then the Clone Wars TV shows. You know, the Gungans are that, that badass as hell. Oh yeah. Um, but like you know, and like people, let's... you know, like oh my god, Episode One was terrible. Oh, I thought Episode One was great, and then you talk about it. You don't yeah. scream at each other. Yeah. But you're not like, no, you're an idiot. You know, yeah. I hate you, and blah blah blah. It's like you you go back to that time of what? How could you have enjoyed this or that? And you talk about it. Yeah. You don't throw insults. Yeah. At each other. Exactly. It's let's... not difficult to just talk you can debate i'm not saying you have to conform to everyone else's opinion or walk away from an argument but like there's no need to insult each other there's no need to drive people to self-harm and like this is like the a much darker side of of geek and nerdism which has emerged recently yeah and i don't like it when more people get involved obviously it brings that out it's a two-headed coin at the same time more support means more things can happen with the universe. You know, they have more money to put into more TV shows and films and blah, blah, blah. But obviously with that obviously comes people who want to troll you and just want to start fights and, and start arguments. And those those people who are 100% convinced that their opinion isn't an opinion, it's fact. Yeah. And admittedly, I used to be like that. You know, mm. a few kind of just as I met Maggie was a turning point for me because that's when I decided to try and be a better person when it came to my opinion sharing and things like that. Stop Honestly, it. You, you gave know me it's way right. too much credit. You know I'm right, though. <laughs> and I used to be one of those people. You know, someone would say, like, oh, have you seen Game of Thrones? And then I'd, I'd launch into a tirade about why Game of Thrones was garbage. <laughs> and now I'm not. <laughs> Someone's, oh, you know, do you like Breaking Bad? Oh, I've never, never really seen it. Mm. And I leave it at that. Yeah. And that's it. We can talk about it. Because, like, even, even with Star Wars itself, like... We will objectively say that, you know, overall, Star Wars is not great. They're not, no. Like, they're, they're not, not good, good stories, films. but it's about how you feel. <laughs> and it's about, like, the music. And it's about the kind of... The individuals within that Star Wars universe, not necessarily the storylines itself. And that's that's the thing. It's like, we can talk about this like sensible adults. Because we all, like, deep down, deep down, we all know that they're not great films. Yeah, I think, but, if, like you say, if you look at them objectively, yeah. they're not really well made. The acting's no. kind of alright. The writing's kind of alright. They, they're not phenomenal films. Like you say, it's it's everything else that ties it together. Yeah. It's, it's that feeling when you watch it. And you think, my God, at the next cosplay convention I go to, I am dressing mm-hmm. like a stormtrooper mm-hmm. because it's so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's that feeling. It's, mm-hmm. it's not because the films are great. It's the extended universe yes. and it's the lore and so, all these standalone films, mm-hmm. which I'm really enjoying. Yeah, because like, we noticed as well, I don't know, this is bordering on the political thing, but <sighs> ever since episode nine came out, suddenly there's a huge swathe of people who are like suddenly revering episode eight as being the best thing they've seen since yeah. sliced bread, and episode nine as being garbage, and it's like, why? Why do we have to go into this? Why can't we just, you know, well, if that's, you say... that's when you, you get know, into the too political yeah. stuff about the representation and all this mm. kind of stuff. It's like, it can be something 
beyond that. Yeah. Let other people go into the finer details of why certain things were done in a certain way. Yeah. If you enjoy the film, you enjoy it. Yeah. If you don't enjoy the film, you don't enjoy it. Yeah. You don't have to be concerned with the politics and the background and what's happening everywhere all the time. Yeah. I We didn't enjoy episode eight. Mm-hmm. We didn't think it was good. Uh, and and retrospectively, I think now we enjoy episode seven more yes. now that we've seen episode nine. And, yeah. and when we saw episode eight, it made us go, okay, maybe episode seven wasn't so bad. Yeah. That's our opinion. Yes. We like the J.J. Abrams stuff more. Yes. Because the multiple reasons. Yeah. But yeah. I, I feel like personally it was less political. Like the re- We talked about this before and the reason I watch fantasy films and read fantasy books mm. and play fantasy games is because it's fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real life. It doesn't have to have a reflection into real life. No. It's the good guy versus the bad guy and the good guy wins. That feeling when you get when the good guy wins you're like, yeah, the good guy won. That's all it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be anything more than that. Yeah. I know that there are larger politics at play. I get that. And there is a bit of a problem and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you can focus on what makes it good as well. You Mm. don't have to let that ruin it. Mm -hmm. You can say, like, I loved Star Wars Episode Eight. I didn't like it when they did this. Mm -hmm. But overall, I love Star Wars Episode Mm Eight. You know? that's just It's as easy as that. Yeah. And yeah, so so we personally really enjoyed Episode Nine. I think, is the takeaway from this. We thought that... (sighs) It was a worthy ending to the whole this trilogy. It was a worthy kind of I don't know introduction to the new people yeah. of yeah. of this new universe. We kind of I think we got all the ends tied up. We know what's happening with all of them, which is good. We kind of got a send off for Leia, which was lovely, um, which we knew was happening in this. So I'm hoping that's yeah, not a spoiler yeah. to anyone. <laughs> um, we got, you know... Everything was uh, everything was wrapped up nicely, I yeah. think. A couple of maybe loose ends. Yeah. And like I said, and a, couple a couple of things that just weren't addressed at all. No. Like, for example, you know, there's also a couple of characters that were just a bit like Poe's character yeah, and yeah. we felt wasn't developed kinda, well enough. It was kind of crowbarred in for nostalgic purposes, yes. I would have said. Yeah. But that's fine. Yeah. You know, that's okay. Whatever if, if that's that... if that's what you want as a final send off, yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, you need every character who could possibly be there to be there. It's yeah. the last film yeah. of the original story. Yeah, you, you need all those characters to have a big emotional goodbye. Yeah, so not saying they all die or anything like it's no. just you know as a big finale, it worked. It worked exactly. And overall, it was a good Star Wars film. I think so. I think that's the that's the key part, is that it is a good Star Wars film. Regardless of what everything else, regardless of what kind of film it is by itself, all the other politics, blah, 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 it was a good Star Wars film, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I consider myself quite a hardcore Star Wars fan. You do, yeah. I'm, I'm less of that. With all the backstory. Well, you're more of a Trekkie. I'm more of a Trekkie. And I'm more of a Although you also... <laughs> there's, oh, no, there's no expression for it, like, a no. Star Warsian. Yeah, actually, that needs to be rectified. It's like a Hoovian, or you can be a yeah. Trekkie. Yeah. You, you like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like you can't say Jedi because then it'd be like, oh, I'm more of a Sith. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> now here we go again. <laughs> I'm more of a Grey Knight. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I'll find you with a Grey Knight. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, to be fair, what was I going to say? 
I'm sorry I interrupted several No, times. it's alright, it's alright. I just forgot what I was going to say, which is fine. She's thinking, guys, give it a sec. Literally, my brain is empty. She's I gone. can't actually summon a thought. She's gone. Oh, well. I guess this is... Was it something about the ending? Because I think that's when I interrupted. I don't remember. And I was talking about how it wrapped it up nicely. I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm sure it wasn't a great thought if I forgot it that fast, but she's gone. Okay, I want to see more Star Wars, please. More TV shows, more standalone films. The thing I lo- the one of the things I love most about Rogue One is that it it took a stupid thing mm. that had existed for years. Mm. The first question everybody asked when the first Death Star got blown up was, "Why is there an exhaust port?" And that's that's been going for forty years now. Yes. <laughs> forty years of people going, who put? Why was? Which idiot? Who designed that to have an exhaust? Why would you even need an exhaust? Uh, it's a self-sustaining planet. Yeah. And you know. And also forty years of comics about it. Yeah. And spoofs on TV shows yeah. and films and people just talking about it in a bar. Yeah. And things like that. And it took that and went. You know, I'm gonna patch this hole and let's see what happens. He yeah. did, guys, he did it on purpose. It's fine. And it worked. It totally <laughs> it worked. Really and also, good. it took that, and also that one sentence that Mon Mothma said, which was, "Many of good people, many good people died to get us this information." Those two things were the only things that made up Rogue One, and yep. yet it worked. It worked it. so well. I want to see. I want a sequel to Rogue One. How they stole the second Death Star plan. Because <laughs> I want to see the Imperial <laughs> officer who was responsible for keeping both of the Death Star plans safe, and in the second one's got stolen. He's like. Sir, Lord Vader's here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm going to take my shuttle and leave, guys. <laughs> keep on. <laughs> Should we keep it on that same planet? Is Oh, no, I got blown up by the first Death Star. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I want to see the, the network of Bothan spies that they had in place mm. that, that had that information. I want to know why the Stormtroopers are all terrible shots. I've been saying this for a while. Didn't they explain that in episode 9? No. They explain it in one of them, don't they? Oh, in Rebels? They don't explain it. There was a, a bit of an easter egg about it in Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, sorry, in uh, in The Mandalorian. Uh. With the two speeder scouts. Uh. Shooting the gun. Um, it's just so dumb. And it is like... I, I want to know... I want to know why they're such bad shots. In Rebels, Rex put yeah. on a helmet. Yes. And he was shooting really badly and he was like, oh, yes. I can't see anything in this helmet. He takes the helmet off and like guns four of them down yes, immediately. Yes, that was it. And like, I want that as a film <laughs> about like Shut a that. group. No, no, but like a, like a, either a group of rebel spies or mm-hmm. like an imperial rebel sympathizer who was like responsible for designing these stormtrooper helmets. And he just, you know, oh, I hate the Empire. How can I mess with them? From my little cute... That's... <laughs> That's the hero. Yes. That's the absolute hero I want to see. Just this this office clerk in a little cubicle. Just like, I'm going to make a difference here. And he changes like a one to a two. I know who can play him. Oh, come on. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. <laughs> I want to see Ryan Reynolds, right? Ryan, this is a call out directly to you. I want to see you as an imperial whatever, designer, architect, something, right? Working for... Working for the Empire, just as they were changing over the, the clone trooper armor to the stormtrooper armor. I want you to be the guy who's responsible for designing that. And, like, one day you've just woken up on the wrong side of bed 
and and like you you try to get to work and like you spill your coffee and like a hover car drives past and splashes some like gas in your face or something instead of a puddle you know um and like you get into work and you've got a, the same boss from like office space where he's just a total dick and yes! he's just like I'm gonna need you to get that done by three today because we have an inspection tomorrow. So, oh, I know it's a nightmare. Oh, one of those just really irritating boss, and you've just had enough, and you see a news flash about like rebels <laughs> looking to looking to liberate the universe from the empire, and you see that, and you think, yeah, I'm gonna make a difference today, and and someone's be like, oh hey, you, we need you to design the new. Stormtrooper helmets, and you're like, right, there's no chance, guys. <laughs> and you just, you edit, you change it a little bit, so, like, something interferes with their peripheral vision, or if they've got, like, a targeting hood type thing in their little eye visor, you just mess with that a little bit, so the targeting sensors are always, like, just a bit to the left. So you try to shoot straight, and it's always just curving off a little bit to the left, because, like, in Star Wars films, every time someone gets a hold of a Stormtrooper gun, it's fine! They kill, like, 20 people immediately. <laughs> and I just, I want to know why all the Stormtroopers are really bad. <laughs> like this, or like, like their gloves are, like, slightly too padded. So when, when, they're holding, when they're holding the gun, it is just pointed a little bit to one side. Or, like, like the joints in their armor cause their, 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 oh my God. you know, just point my it like an extra half an inch to the left. My jaw hurts. <laughs> I can write this film. <laughs> I'm gonna write. Oh. I'm gonna write a fanfic. I'm gonna send it to John Favreau and be like, "Listen, mate, you know I'm right about this. <laughs> you know I'm right about Ryan Reynolds getting this." <laughs> so Ryan, I know you're a big fan of the show and everything. So I mean, <laughs> if you could go ahead and get in on this, yep. that would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, that was a spoiler-free review of episode nine, guys. Oh, my jaw hurts so much. <laughs> Maggie's out for the count. So. Oh, honestly, like my jo- like my jaw joint thing or whatever you call it, mandibular just joint or whatever, jaw. just hurts so much. <laughs> but I think yes, that is what we need. We need more of those storylines. We do. We just need things that are kind of. And also, plot holes. and also, we need those storylines because they give you the freedom to do something different. That's the problem with um, the new trilogies for a particular episode eight is that it took liberties with something that was a set yeah, format. Yeah, and that's where you can make a lot more of that jokey humor. You can insert that is in something like an offshoot where it explains some, you know, a part of it. That's the thing. That, I think that's why Rogue One was so mm. almost perfect. Mm-hmm. And so neat was because it was its own self-contained mm-hmm. story. They couldn't do anything mm-hmm. else with it. It had to be done a certain way. Yeah. And the characters couldn't really survive because no. you had no follow-up from that. Mm-hmm. And it was its perfect own little self-contained story. Aside from the whole, he's getting his prequel yep. show now or film or something. Cassian, yeah. Isn't he? Which yes. I'm still kind of intrigued about mm-hmm. because he was really ruthless. Yeah, you, you, like you say, that gritty yeah. side of things. And, you know, he was willing to straight up murder a guy yeah. who couldn't escape from stormtroopers just yeah. to stop him selling Which, out the, the the rebels again you have to you have to realize that that is probably what they had to do yeah in that situation to be able to to the successfully rebels, lead the rebellion they you were the good guys some... but like they had to have people yeah. working for them yeah who were like you know really ruthless bastards yeah. mm-hmm. um just to protect them mm-hmm. and keep them going you know mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what it was all about so, so that's what i am say, yeah. i am kind of looking forward to that as well it must be said mm-hmm. i'm less mad about that than i would be 
Um, so we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yes, so. Star Wars Episode Nine was good. Mm-hmm. I recommend people watch it regardless mm-hmm. of what you think mm-hmm. of anything else. Give it a try. And also, you can't, it can't hurt. Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. At the end of it. If you didn't like it and somebody else liked it, don't just tell them that they're wrong. Just either walk away from the conversation just saying, I didn't, but that's yep. okay. Or we'll talk give about constructive it. Yeah, you can conversation. talk about it. Yeah. Just don't throw names on <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, in the words of Bill and Ted, just be good to each other. Exactly. You know? Which we are getting a third film of, which I'm also very excited about. And also in the words of Will Wheaton, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And also play more games. <laughs> That's besides the point. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, I think I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Happy New Year. Happy Star New Wars Year. is fine, guys. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> the films are done. Yep. We can all just take a deep breath mm-hmm. and go back to being a nice yep. fandom. Yes. That's all it takes. Just yes. be, just don't hate each other. Yep. Just be nice. It's not difficult. Yeah. Um, so, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Tell us what you thought. Um, and In a nice way. Yes, in a nice way. And let us know if there's anything else that we th- you think we missed in a nice way. Um, <laughs> you know, and let us know what you'd like us to talk about next time. I mean, next episode, we're going to be talking about Jumanji. Mm-hmm. So we we'll have, have we've, we've actually gotten organized. We've planned things now, guys. Yep. We've planned a few episodes ahead. I so know. If, if you would like us to do a specific uh, ship or sink mm-hmm. or anything like that, let us know which couple you would like to see us take on. Mm-hmm. But other than that... Thank you all very much for listening. I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Geeks of Marriage. <laughs> did you need to say socially close? I did. <laughs> this is Geeks of Marriage. Bye. Bye. From lifestyle and marriage to film and TV, it's Geeks and Marriage hosted by your favorite geek.